Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, go. A win for Rangers tonight in Eindhoven would give Rangers their biggest ever payday. £40 million is up for grabs. Are they going to get it tonight? We'll know by 10 o'clock or maybe after 10, the 8 o'clock kickoff. We all know the score last Tuesday night, 50,000 at Ibrox, 2-2. Will it be enough, John Hartson, to put them in a position to win tonight? What do you think? I think it's extremely difficult to see. I think PSV uh, last week showed that a really, really good side. I thought Rangers missed the trick slightly when they went uh, they went 2-1 up and then they conceded that late goal. A poor goal to give away from a set piece. See it out. Go to Holland this evening, you know, with that little one-goal advantage. Um, PSV showed they're a very, very good side on, on a real sort of wild and windy night last week at Ibrox. You could see they were still comfortable. They were popping the ball around. They had great movement in the middle of the park. Um Difficult game, not saying Rangers, it's beyond them, but obviously they'd, be, they'd prefer to be playing at Ibrox. So I see them having a very difficult night this evening. Mark Guidi, he's not fit, has a bad attitude, and it was an easy decision to drop him. Obviously, that was uh, what the manager was saying yesterday about Alfredo Morelos, but they need to forget that tonight. He's not there. Yeah, and, and you know, you'd like to think for the Rangers squad and the manager and the travelling support in Eindhoven tonight at the Phillips Stadium that they're galvanised by that decision that they can show that they can do it without Alfredo is becoming too big a distraction you know internally this had been going on for a while uh, Paul he tried it on with Steven Gerrard Steven Gerrard cut him a bit of slack and eventually lost patience with him a new manager came in the staff Roy Mackay Giovanni they put their arm around him they could speak Spanish with him um, and they got him on side but he let them down time and time again and his teammates in the dressing room had had enough of him and that's what culminated in the decision made by Giovanni, the right decision on Monday afternoon. So they don't have that distraction anymore. Yeah. Cholak's the main man. Go and see if they can go on with it. But, Paul, I would say, at best, at best, um, this is 60-40 in, in favour of PSV. Let's find out what the fans think. 0808 17 17 700, and we're on the socials at Go Football Show. First up tonight, not spoken to him for ages, is Sean. Good evening, Sean. All right, guys, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you feeling Hi, about Sean. tonight? Um, see, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm a bit with Mark said, 60 40. Mm-hmm. I think um, PSV has got to give a hard game, and I'm a wee bit nervous for mm-hmm. tonight. Cholak's done well for you, though. I mean, we thought a couple of weeks ago Morellas would be part of it. How disappointed are you in the Colombian striker? I'm very disappointed. I know we need him tonight, but I think the manager's done the right thing and uh, dropped him because his attitude, what he done with Hibs, I think that's, that's a disgrace. 
And yeah. I wouldn't be. I would. I would expect him to be leaving this transfer window now, and his value will probably decrease. That's the scary thing about it. That's a good question to put to John Hartson. John, as another great striker of the past, do you think Morelos will play for Rangers again? I do. Um, I still think he's got a part to play. Um, what he needs to do, he needs to go away and and take this as a as a positive. Um, thing that he's been told by his manager. Of course, he'll be devastated right now, having been left out of the squad. Um, he should be on that. He should have been on that flight uh, tonight. He's Rangers' his best striker. There's no doubt about that. He's got 113 goals for Rangers, and he's somebody who can certainly make a difference. So this is this is like it's not a spat. Um, they're big, strong words from GVB. He said he's not fit, and he has a bad attitude. How would you feel if the manager said that to you? I'd want to prove him wrong. I was no angel at Celtic. This was 20 years ago, so you could get away with being a few pounds overweight. Nowadays, at this top level, the highest level, <clears throat> you've got to apply yourself correctly, you've got to train properly. And, and as I said, the sad thing is about it, he's, he's Rangers' best striker. He's their, more, he's their most potent. I know Cholak started really, really well, and Matondo as well, Tom Lawrence three yeah, in his sure. last three games, but... You know, GVB, if you can't fit into the criteria that the manager is looking for, then you're basically, you know, you're you're out of the team. And at this moment in time, he's out of the team, but he's got to come back, show a really good attitude and look to get back in the team. Uh, you said it yourself, Paul, on here, that he's staying. He's not going anywhere. He won't leave Rangers. And at the end of the day, yeah, this is not a good thing that's happened uh, for Rangers and Morelos. But for me, I still think he's got a huge role to play this season. Well, he had a chance. There was a new contract just about ready to go. Barry Ferguson said it, what, four or five weeks ago. Mark, what do you think? Uh, right now, Paul, I think it's reached the end of the road for Morelos. You know, this is not um, the first time or the second time or even the third time. It's more than this. You know, you go right back to Stephen Gerrard just before lockdown. He allowed him to go home to Columbia on compassionate grounds, gave him a few days off, told him to be back a certain day and he turned out a day or two late. And that's when Gerard lost his patience. But I think I left him out a game at Tynecastle against Hartswood. Rangers maybe lost. Costly. Um, yep. The game. Yeah. Um, you said it the other night, Paul. Where was Morelos this time last year for the games against Malmo? Where has he been? This is a £35, £40 million game tonight. And as John said, the best striker at the club has been left behind. Now that bill like going back 20 years ago, and John or Chris Sutton or Henry Larson been told by Martin O'Neill you're not going back then it was a £10 million jackpot for getting into the Champions League now can you imagine that so he's let them down where does that leave his value well who knows um, because look there'll be interest in him Paul but interest doesn't necessarily lead to bids because what you do is if you do your work if you're diligent you phone Stephen Gerrard you do your homework and what kind of references you going to now if he's available for around £5 million yeah. bearing in mind he's got a year to go I think there'll be one or two clubs that would say and I use inverted commas, take a chance. Well, he's 26. He should have six or seven fantastic years ahead of him. But as as, as some coaches will say when they're doing their coaching seminars to the up-and-coming coaches, beware of players that let you down because a leopard never changes its spots. Sean. And that's a yeah. great phrase. It is. Strong stuff. Sean, see come eight o'clock though, you'll be thinking about, right, what are you going to do? How are you going to play? Who do you expect to see star for Rangers? It's a huge night for Ryan Kent. Ah, uh, Ryan Kent, he's he's basically probably who got to be our best player tonight. So hopefully Ryan Kent has a good game. I think if Rangers score first, 
I think Rangers might just do it, but mm-hmm. I think if PSV score first, I'll probably throw all my nails off tonight. So <laughs> again, but I'm hoping. <clears throat> yeah. But see, the good thing about the worst case scenario will in Europa League, but I would love to see Rangers and Celtic in the Champions League, hearts to get into Europa League tomorrow night, group stages. I think that would be massive for the Scottish game. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. when, and see the good thing about that, I'm sure the TV deal's up at the end of the season, so surely if there's three teams in Europe, we could get a better uh, TV deal, because I think we get uh, let loose on TV deals. I don't think we get the proper TV deal we deserve. Sure. Sean, see at the moment, you're in pot four along with PSV. I know it's a big if, but you're 90 minutes or 120 minutes or with penalties. Mark, you said on Monday, maybe penalties. PSV and Rangers, obviously Marseille, Club Bruges, Celtic, Victoria Pleasant, Maccabi, Haifa. And either Dinamo Zagreb or Bodo Glimt, Trabzonspor or Copenhagen. Who do you fancy in pot one, or is it too early to say? Real Madrid, Man City, oh, Bayern, we're not saying. But see when you hear these names, pot two looks almost as good as pot one. Liverpool, Chelsea, Barca, Juve, Atletico. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Pot three. Well, well I, yep. I, I, said, I said it a few years ago to Mark. I think he was on the other radio station. I what? said, Mark, I was Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, Rangers, Barcelona. John, it happened, yeah. It happened, yeah. remember, under... Yeah. Walter's time and, and get a nil-nil at Ibrox when, um, when Messi was, was playing I think that's when Alan, Alan Hutton really came to the fore and ended up getting the, the £9 million move to Spurs Great product yep. knowledge well done so tonight what's the scoreline for you Sean what do you think? Um, I'll just take a Rangers one I'm going to say I just want sure. a Rangers one Here's what your manager is saying about the chance to be in and the, the lure of the Champions League which of course he's won I think the the best tournament, club tournament in, in the world to be involved in. And uh, that's for everyone, for the fans, for the club, uh, for the team, the players, my staff, myself. Uh, it's something special. And you'll never, uh, it that never goes away. I mean, if I've won it in, in, in Paris 2006, which is, you know, one of my uh, proudest achievements in, in football. I played uh, Champions League with Feyenoord, my team, uh, after so many years, and nothing will make me even prouder to bring uh, Champions League back to to Ibrox and uh, with with the group stages. John, he's got to be hurting with this situation with Morellas because Barry always says first name in the team sheet would be Alfredo Morellas. He's let the club down and these fans terribly. He won't be thinking about Morellas now, though. Yep. He's, he's made his decision. He'd be thinking about picking a team tonight yep. that can go and win. Um, in PSV a really difficult game they showed their quality last week but listen Rangers went to Dortmund and, and scored four goals they, they've done it before they've got the experience they, they seem to have the know-how um, and, and, and they've led the way the last two or three years in, in Europe really uh, with regards to the Scottish clubs um, so they're capable but I think on, on the evidence of what I saw last week um, I just I just think that it's probably a step too far mm-hmm. for Rangers. But I just said they could go and do it. They've shown they've got great results you know, previously, particularly last season. I just think this PSV team, I've got too much know-how. Mm-hmm. I just think they know. And I think they'll get over the line tonight and I think it'll be PSV that'll go through. Mark, some of the shaping up, let's say Gakpo against Tavernier. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Veerman, Lundstrom and uh, Obispo, who scored yeah, the second Obispo, goal yeah. against uh, Cholak. Yeah, they've, they've got good players. Put and I know the goalkeeper had a howler, but he's yeah. a very good goalkeeper. Mm. 
a really good goalkeeper. Um, boy on the right hand side, good, you know, central defence. They're a strong, strong team. You know, it's a huge ask for Rangers. It, you know, it needs to be the performance mm. of a decade, um, Paul. But it's not insurmountable. It can be. And remember, as much as the result at Ibrox was disappointing this time last week, Rangers don't need to score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a nil-nil takes it to penalty kicks. I don't think it's going to be nil-nil, but a nil-nil takes it to, to to penalty. So there's all sorts of different variations. I know Sean's saying there. If PSV scores first, that's it, it's over. I wouldn't necessarily agree, right? You only need okay, one goal. One goal. Just one moment um, from being back at it. So just, so just keep it going. Try and frustrate the home fans. Don't forget, Rangers have got plenty of experience in that team. Their backs are to the wall. I think the decision about Morelos will galvanise it. I agree with John. Morelos' name will not have been mentioned as soon as those pressers stopped um, yeah. yesterday. And the team will want to go, do you know what? We can do it without him. Because they feel let down by him. This is what we can do it without him. Cholak. You're the man. Tillman, go and do it tonight. Matondo, if you start. Kent, go and show what you're capable of. Go and show you're a top European player tonight. Lawrence as well, I, maybe. maybe. I don't, Lawrence, I don't yeah. think Lawrence would have started the game tonight anyway. No, sure. He's not he, fit enough. No, well, I just think that he's, he's he would have been fantastic to bring on if you would go down or whatever, last 20 minutes and you're chasing it or something like that. But um, in the form that Cholak has been in, and I thought Matondo did very well at the weekend as well. Lawrence, three goals in yeah. three games. Uh, they, they still have uh, Wright as well, who's, yeah. who's quality. They got one or two big injuries, you know. Um, Zakala and, and sure. Roof are still out. They'll but... have to defend better, won't they? Sean, um, that's, it wasn't like Rangers, was it, against PSV? There have been some frailties at the back this year. Yeah, definitely. I, I actually... So I think we really had a good start this uh, start the mm. season, but this money, this is huge for the club. And yeah. see, see, I was talking to my cousin today about it. Mm-hmm. See if Rangers get into the group stages, we can finally say Rangers are back to the top level of British well, worldwide yeah. football again. Well, tell you, look what it's going to do for the balance sheet. It's been a really tough number of years. Douglas Park, Stuart Robertson, the team, they've done amazingly well in recent years. They have. Mm-hmm. And they were banking on... They, they thought they would win the title this year. This time last year, everyone on this show, every pundit said they thought Rangers would win the title. Apart from And me. that's what the evidence looked like, apart from John Hartson. Yeah. Sorry, Who'd you, who you go for, John? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> no, I, I, but, you know, I genuinely no, you're right. thought... But, but you know, yeah. my, my point was, they, they were geared up for this. Yeah. 40 million pounds. I, I, actually think, yeah. I actually think this season, yep. Rangers had more of a chance because I think it's going to be go to the wire this year. I think they've got in a the really league. good yep. title race. Whereas last season, for some reason, I just think Rangers almost thought they had to turn up just to win the league. I thought they got complacent. Yeah. That went against them. And then... Um, like Ange- Celtic did the year before, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Paul. Spot on. Um, here is Conor Goldson speaking about the lure of the Champions League. Um, I never probably felt that I would play Champions League football. Um, obviously, growing up, coming through where I did at Shrewsbury in League 2, would I have ever envisioned that I'd be able to play Champions League football? Probably not. Um, you have dreams as a kid and this is the pinnacle of club career. So if we can do it and hopefully we can, then yeah, it'd be an amazing achievement. It would be a fairy tale, wouldn't it, for Conor Goldson? He'll need to be, but he's very, very best to right? You know, if Rangers are to get a result to take them through, Paul, he's going to have to be one of the main men. The goalkeeper behind them, I said Monday night, I'd be very, very tempted to play Alan McGregor. I don't think he will. But if it's John McLaughlin, good luck to him. But he's going to have to produce saves tonight, Paul. He's going to have to be at his very best. Whoever partners um, Golden Tavernier will need to be on it going forward and defensively. Make sure he's switched on because they'll try and exploit him. Lundstrom at the heart of the team. Listen, they're all going to have to be on it. you know. And it won't just be about the starting eleven. 
with two or three subs will have, should have a major part to play as well as long as the game's tight Stephen Davis do you think he will feature tonight? Yeah I, I mean he doesn't usually start with him we started with him last week mm. um, right enough but will Davis start tonight? I'm not so sure okay. but again he's got that experience Paul when you're going away from home you're 90 minutes we'd expect him to be under the cosh for large chunks uh, of the game for me I would go with um, with uh, Davis and Lundstrom and, and I'd also be tempted to have um, Ryan Jack in beside them as well Ryan Jack you could tell Sean couldn't you he's not pleased not to be playing regularly at the moment and that's the attitude that you would want yep definitely Stephen Davis I think Rangers will keep him on the bench maybe if it goes to extra time they would maybe bring him on what a player to bring on John the experience that he's got oh, well, and I've, you know he's... I've said about him every week on you outstanding sure. professional yep. great player never gives the ball away mm. sits in front of the back four he never really passes it over 30, 40 yards, gives it to his best player. You must have played against him. Oh, plenty Number of times. Of times yeah, yeah, plenty of times. I think I played Wales, Northern Ireland a few mm -hmm. times as yeah. well, yeah. When he was Very a good. Full top player. And he's, he's player. the most British cap player, isn't he? I think he is. Oh, he is. He's Pat Jennings' record, he is. Yeah. He is. He's number uno for that. I'm guessing. But oh, I yes, think he's about 100... He definitely is. 40. You're right. Higher, higher. He is the number one. Listen, Sean, it's great to hear you on. I hope Nacho's okay as well. Yeah, and, yeah he's uh, okay. He's just whinging. Right, okay. That is the dog, by the way, just so you know, in case we're uh, talking about the why ex player. Why do you call it Nacho? He's Rangers daft. Oh, there you yeah. go. Of course, got to suck you in there, Paul, <laughs> didn't I? Uh, he's not named after the cast anyway. Oh, well, there we are. There we are, Sean. Hey, good luck tonight, mate. All the best. Cheers, pal. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. John Hartson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show. So, where are we? 24th of August, 2022. Will this be the night that Rangers qualify for the Champions League? But it's a big, big ask. They're not the favourites. They're up against the strong, tall Dutch team. Rangers, not as... You wouldn't normally say that, Mark, but that was a factor last weekend. They didn't get in um, among them the way you would expect them to. No, I mean, you look at PSV, obviously, the, the, you know, I've got the coach, the, the world-famous Ruud van Nistelrooy, who's a, who's a rookie coach, his mm. first time in charge of a, of a first team. But certainly in the evidence of last Tuesday night at Ibrox, you know, he's got a good squad. He's got them playing attractive football. As you would expect, Paul, they're technically very good. They've got great pace. You know, great athleticism. They can cut you, cut you open. Albeit the two goals came from set pieces, so it's not like they were cutting Rangers open um, at will. So look, but bottom line, it's very, very simplistic. But Rangers have got to defend better and win. The, they, they will get chances tonight. You know, might just be two, might just be one or two clear cut chances. But you've got to take them. So whether it's Tillman, whether it's Cholak, whether it's Kent, whether it's Tom Lawrence, whoever it's going, or, or Goldson from a from a corner kick or whatever. You've got to go and take your chances and defend with your lives at the back. Be compact, be aggressive, good communication and don't panic. Try and stay calm. Thank you, Captain Mannering, for that one. <laughs> for anyone who's watched... Uh, and what was that one again? Dad's Army, Dad's of course, Army. yeah. For our over 40s who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone else, 0808 17 17 700. We'll be back. We'll hear from more from Giovanni van Bronckhurst and Conor Goldson shortly. And we'll also hear a bit from Ange Postacoglu at Celtic. Well, the news, still waiting to hear about Sead Haksabanovic, the deal 
to be announced any moment, we reckon. But I think I said that last night as well. So <laughs> clearly the contacts are drying up and Monday. Um, <laughs> Jim White just phoned me just before the programme. The reason I'm telling you that is he was uh, down at Liverpool Street in London. He's on a, a train, a tube. And a guy goes, oh, Jim White, in the Glasgow accent. He goes, hi, how are you? And the guy shouts, hey, Jim. <laughs> Let's hope Rangers get tore into the, the Dutch Masters tonight and come away with a victory or something like that. And the door closes and all these the bankers and uh, money men are looking and women. Well, we'll what's going on here? He's, yeah. uh, he's up horsting my ball Saturday night, Jim. Indeed, and he's looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah. Yep, Very the John Hartson ball on Saturday night, raising a bundle for the, the John Hartson Foundation. More about that before we go tonight. Um, Julian, Christopher Julian, he's completed his move away from Celtic to Montpellier, less than a million pounds. John, I know you'd want to pay tribute to the player. Um, he thanked a lot of people, including Neil Lennon, but he didn't mention Ange Postacoglu. And why should he? Well, that's his own personal feelings towards things. Um, I don't think Ange will lose much sleep over that. Um, personally, I quite liked the player when he was um, when he was fit a good few years ago. He was a big physical centre-back. Sometimes he let himself down physicality. Mm. What is he, about six foot four, six mm. foot five? And... Uh, once or twice he got edged out of the way in certain games. But, you know, he scored the winning goal, didn't he, in the final for, for Celtic. Remember that one? That was the one yeah, where Rangers, at Rangers actually played yep. very, yeah, very well Yeah, Rangers battered Celtic that day, yeah. yeah. And um, he'd probably be remembered more for that, for getting the winning goal. Um, and he wasn't getting games, Paul. And, and, yeah. and I think at his age, I think he wanted to play. Yeah. I think it was clear to see that he wasn't going to play regular under Ange. And just brought in another centre-half in Maurice Jens. He's got Stephen Welsh. Of course, they've invested highly on Cameron Carter-Vickers. So I believe he's probably done the right thing. He could see the right thing was on the wall. He wasn't going to play regular. At his age, he wants to play regular. You know, where's he gone? Montpellier. Yep. So he's gone back home, gone back to France. And it's probably a good deal. Suits both parties. I mean, I think, Paul, in this day and age, you know, if, when Celtic can actually get get a fee for something that they've written off in terms of a contribution to the first team. So they've, they've banked close to a million pounds and they've got whatever it may be, 25 to 30 grand a week off the wage bill. Yeah. So it's a good day, good bit of business by Celtic. There'll be another couple that they want to try and do the same with. Ajeti, of course, being, being one of them. But, um, you know, with, with seven days or eight days to go, the window closes um, at midnight a week tomorrow, then, you know, it's certainly a step in the right direction and the manager will be delighted about it. Any word on Haksabanovic, Mark? It was a stiff medical any yesterday. Minute any minute now. Any countdowns on. John, you're looking forward to seeing him? He's been, you know, well, you know more about him than I do probably. Um, but they've got a strong squad, haven't they? And he's a a forward player. Yeah, but it's, it's, and, it's quality. It's 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 quality sometimes more than, than quantity. He's not just somebody who can add to the group. I think he'll come in. I think he'll contest with the likes of Abada mm -hmm. and Forrest on yeah. that right-hand side. He's... He's a winger. Uh, he can play across. He can play across the the midfield front four. He can play off the front. Uh, Swedish-born, but capped for Montenegro. Um, so he looks another one that can just add. And, and Angel will be wanting to add that quality. You don't just want to bring in players of of um, that are not as good as the ones you've got for the sake of having numbers. So Angel will bring him in with a view to using him. I'm sure about that. Ronan is on the line now from Bishop Briggs, a Celtic fan. It's uh, good evening. Hi, Ronan. Hi there. How you doing? Yeah, good. How are you, Hi, Ronan? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Still working at the moment, unfortunately. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, can you say where you're working, or best not? I, I'm a window cleaner. A window cleaner. I've got my yeah. 
and see right through him. So, <laughs> there, we've never heard that one, Ronan. Ronan, ignore that. What are you thinking? We're just asking about Hak Sabanovic. Uh, any thoughts on him? Yeah, I was just uh, I was wanting to uh, get John's thoughts on this. I was thinking about it the other day. Um, with Hak Sabanovic coming in, mm. I just wonder where it leaves James Forrest because he's just signed a new deal mm-hmm. for three years and obviously wants to keep him or else he wouldn't have signed him on. And he's already fourth-choice winger. We obviously Jota, who's on fire. You've got Abada, who's knocking on the door, and obviously Maeda as well. Can play out there, yeah. yeah. Do, you know, do you know what, Ronan? I, I actually thought with James Forrest, um, one of the big reasons I thought he signed a new deal um, was he's been a great player for Celtic over the years. He's, he's, he's really been... Um, he's conducted himself properly. He's had some huge performances in Europe. He's got medals coming out of his ears. He's, he's played a huge role under Brendan, under Neil Lennon, um, and now as well under Ange. I actually thought they, they gave him that new deal so they could get more, more for him in the transfer window mm. if they had an opportunity to sell James. Um, but obviously, there's been no talk about him going anywhere. But I think you're right. I, I think with... Um, you know, with Haksabanovic coming in, another quality player can play on the wing. Uh, Maeda, we know, can play out there. So you do wonder, but I think you've got to back the manager. I think you you, you just got to try and back Ange. He's obviously got a plan for him. You could say the same about, about um, uh, was it, is it Moy? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aaron Moy. Mid- yep. Aaron Moy, you yeah. can say the same. Well, where does he come in? He's already got Hatati, he's got McGregor, he's got Turnbull, he's got... You know, um, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. So yeah. I, I just think you know you've got to back the manager, um, and and as the, the the old sort of saying goes, you can't have enough quality players, and uh, Haksabanovic is obviously you know he's full of quality. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen caps for his country, Montenegro. Um, he's played at Rubin Kazan. He's had short spells at Malaga, um, West Ham when he was very very young, but he never played. Um, oh, so, yeah. you know, in, in terms of that, I just think that if you can add a player, um, you know, none of us really knew about Abada. Yeah. None of us were really mm-hmm. seriously aware of Jota. Mm-hmm. But the manager, his recruitment has been outstanding. And now he's got, he's got, um, he's got Peter Lowell's mm-hmm. uh, son as well now. Uh, obviously, we're head of recruitment. And he would have played a role as well in 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 bringing in these these guys that we didn't know of. So, listen, I I, I genuinely believe, uh, Ronan, that we just have to back the manager when he when he comes up with these signings. Mark, the payroll's going to go down, isn't it? Some players will go yeah, in the next few days. Yeah, there'll yeah. be a few, and, and they'll bring a couple. Look, my my take on James Forrest is that um, he's been given a three year deal. I think the club want him to stay. They want him to be a part of it. I think he'll get a testimonial. Uh, uh, with that three-year deal as well, which is all, you know, always very lucrative, um, and I think as well it's important for a club like Celtic to have three or four, you know, what is it they say? He's, he's one of our own, mm-hmm. a boy that's come through the system, like Callum McGregor, you know. So I think it's important to to, to reward that loyalty to have those guys that were in and new signs come in. Another thing as well, that could well be a year or two down the line, a bad or Jota's sold. You're always going to have Forrest there. He's low maintenance. He's no chapping the manager's door, getting his nerves, demanding to know why he's not playing. I'm not saying he's happy not to be playing, but you know he'll be a good professional. He'll knuckle down. He will have a role to play. Um, I don't think he'd be a huge um, 
asset in the transfer market now. You know, ten years ago when yeah. Harry Redknapp was manager of Spurs, I know that Harry Redknapp would have would have paid six million quid for him in a heartbeat, and Celtic, you know, resisted. And that was any, then in those yeah, prices. Yeah, yeah, any overtures, you know, when he, when he yeah. burst onto the scene under Neil Lennon. But I think James Forrest has got a part to play. Is he going to make forty starts this season? No, but it'll be part of it. And remember, there's a grueling session coming up between now and and the middle of November. Constant. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, constant for the next 12 weeks and Forrest will have a part to play. And Ronan, make sure tomorrow at five you're tuned in because we'll have the draw. So the draw is on for the Champions League when we're on tomorrow between five and seven. I see, Ronan, that there's a, today um, Celtic Park has ranked as the best football stadium in the UK according to international supporters who've attended games around the country. I don't suppose I'm going to get, get any mar- argument from you about that. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. For me, Fair Park is one of the, the best atmospheres in Europe, definitely. Have you got a favourite game that you remember most, atmosphere-wise? Um, well, I don't think you can go past the, the 3-0 at Parkhead last season. See, because it was the first evening old firm in a long time, mm. under the lights as well. That was a, that was a huge, huge game. That's a very good point, John, isn't it? And, you know, after COVID, people back and all the rest, wasn't it, that night? The atmosphere, oh, yeah. the I, lights, I, I, yeah. I think it played a huge role in um, turning around Celtic season. I think Rangers were confused. I thought they were quite surprised how Celtic could really dominate the ball, dominate that first half, go in 3-0, could have been more. Uh, and and I, it almost, like, was, wow, you know, Celtic can do that to us. And I thought I'd give him huge conference and going on and, and eventually uh, winning the championship. And John, we know your career. So you played at Highbury at Arsenal at the time. At West Ham, Upton Park. I mean, so many different grounds. The Hawthorns, loads of them. Did anything come close? And you played at the away grounds, Anfield and all the rest and Old Trafford. Did, did anything beat Celtic? Nothing beats Celtic. What's uh, the closest? Uh, uh, probably the Millennium Stadium, Wales. Oh, yeah. 76,000. Yeah. We beat Italy there one night, 2-1. I put Craig Bellamy through for the winning goal. He's never thanked me for that pass, by the way. <laughs> get him on the line. But, James, um, can we get... Call no, that, that was, you know, the Millennium Stadium, play for, playing for your yeah. country as well. Um, that, that was all very, very special. My, my family are in the crowd and yeah. the national anthem and everything else. I'm Which you sang on the show last season. Yeah, so that one I, I, yeah. I always liked as well. Listen, they're all fantastic now. Yeah. They're all amazing yeah. stadiums around, yeah. around Europe. But I always liked as well. I enjoyed the game at Valencia, the Mastaya. Yeah. What, what a really yeah. good stadium. The fans are really mm. close to the pitch. Uh, we got beat there 1-0 in the Champions League. But Big League. Rab Douglas was outstanding. Oh, it? Was, it? I was there that night. Big <laughs> Rab Douglas was, it? Been six, it was his best game ever on the Celtic it was, jersey. It was 1-0, yeah, yeah. Mark, but it yeah. could have been yeah. six. Uh, Rafa Benitez is uh, Valencia, by the way. Big, was, was Big John Carew playing that night? John was at Valencia I don't know if he was, but it was Ayala and Pellegrini. Yeah, right. okay. Canazares was a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Give it the what a good yeah, team yeah. they had. Great, you yeah. two doing your homework. Uh, and Ronan, will you watch the Rangers game tonight? Obviously, the huge rivalry between the two. But it would be amazing for Scotland to have both teams in the Champions League. Yeah, I think it. I think it's something that'd be good for Scottish football, especially. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great as well if Hearts could get to Europa League. Yeah. I think that shows that Scottish football is maybe come on a bit if you've got three teams in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it'd be great. I mean, first things first. Yeah, you want to see Rangers, you know, do as best as they can. That means getting into the Champions League, you know, the prestige of being in the competition for the first time, what, 12 years since Walter Smith was a manager. Um, the, obviously, the money, the finances, the financial reward, it's a £35 million boost between now and 
um, the end of November and then Hearts you know if they don't do it tomorrow night against Zurich and, and I think they will Ronan I think they'll get through but if they don't they've got the consolation of dropping down into the Europa Conference League so that's their safety net which would get them around about £3 million but if you're in the Europa League could be worth about £7 million so that's fantastic money um, for Hearts as well so yeah uh, we will have three teams in Europe between now and the middle of November and let's hope they're all at the, the highest competitions possible and any names in your mind for five o'clock tomorrow night everyone's been saying Real Madrid there's also Man City Bayern Munich AC Milan PSG Porto Eintracht Frankfurt and Ajax and that's just part one I'd love uh, yeah Real Madrid would be a good one I think as well I would like I would love to see uh, Liverpool because obviously the last time was when John scored that outstanding goal, obviously. Did he? So We've not mentioned it for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ronan. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I'd love a battle of Britain as well. I really would, because as you know, the Scottish League, it's common knowledge, Scottish League and the Scottish football is, is very, very undermined. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, undermined and underrated, isn't underrated. it? They really they do, John, you're right. And that's yeah. why they nick our players, they nick players yeah. from Scotland for nothing. Look at what players are going for. Well, look now. at Anthony Gordon, they're saying now. Any chance of a player leaving Scotland for 40 yeah. million? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm, I, eventually, like Van Dyke goes for 12, all right, he's got no Champions League experience at the time, he goes to uh, Southampton, yeah. does brilliant, and he moves on, I get that. But I, I do feel that. Um, so in terms of in terms of a battle of Britain, you got Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, all in pot two. I'd, I'd love one of them. Would you fancy Chelsea, given that you know they're under pressure with the change in ownership and it's no. not going the way Tuchel wanted? Three, or am I hallucinating? Still, still a great yeah. side though sure. under Thomas Tuchel. Um, That's that one slap. I, I'd actually think I'd actually think Tottenham. Paul, yeah, yeah. Tottenham would be great. Spurs, a new stadium, what a stadium Conte, they've got. Harry you know? Kane, yeah, that'd brilliant. be a great game. Ronan, yeah. that would be, wouldn't it? Tottenham, Harry Kane, Son. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. Definitely would. Um, no, I think I think definitely we one of the English teams, like you say, the Battle of Britain. It adds even more to the atmosphere. It does yeah. As well. Real Madrid, Spurs. Napoli and Celtic. There's oh, your, oh, there's the best. Your... I'm thinking more oh, Porto. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. section this year yeah. in terms of yeah, yeah. achieving, you know, trying to be right. second or third. You're looking at Porto, Eintracht, Frankfurt, or Ajax. You yeah. take yeah. any of the three of them. Pot two, RB Leipzig. Mm-hmm. You probably, you know, you probably take them at a pot. Pot two, I think pot two is stronger than pot one, to be honest. Right. Yeah. And pot three, yeah, I mean, Benfica, Sporting, Bayer Leverkusen, RB Salzburg. Mm-hmm. You take you, you take any of them, but it's your Dortmunds in it, Rangers. Yeah, so John, Dortmund. John, I'm going to ask yours later because we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Ronan, for Rangers tonight, what's your scoreline prediction? Obviously, they're they're underdogs, but they have defied gravity in recent years in Europe. He's gone. He's just gone to get ready for the match tonight. Oh, but he's, he's, he's away booking, booking, his, booking his flights to Madrid. Exactly, or, or Napoli. Real Madrid and Barcelona. I'm going to get yours after the break. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. This time tomorrow night, well, will Rangers be through? We'll have Kenny Miller here in the studio and Andy Walker tonight with John Hartson and Mark Guidi. And on the line now, Kenny in Pollock. Good evening, Kenny. Hi guys, uh, first of all, uh, good evening and good evening uh, to I'm you. a Rangers fan I'm keeping my fingers crossed today but I went and heard a comment on the, the show just maybe 20 minutes ago or uh-huh. whatever, I think it was Big John who actually 
Dorik. John, did Aye. you say that Scottish football are underestimating themselves and are along the lines? I don't know the exact No, what, what, I, what I said was, Kenny, that we're always looked upon really as a lesser league up here uh, in terms of they okay. haven't got the quality that the Premier League has. I just feel that on the radio shows and the televisions down south, I've lived down there, the Scottish League is looked upon as a much, much weaker league. Hence, they John, don't... John, can I come in, please? Go on. Because before I forget my point, uh, see, to be honest with you, do you blame people for looking at Scotland as a lesser league? I mean, here's a mediocre Dundee United team, right? Mm. That went to, and let's be honest, a mediocre uh, Dutch team. They're not the best, they're not the, the greatest, they're not the worst. But near the Dundee United in our league mm. and get humped 7 nothing. Yeah, but my, my point is, though, Kenny, we have to try and build up the league. Me, as a yes. pundit, works in the media. I have to try yeah. and build up the Scottish League. I can't go on the radio and say things like, this is a, a poor standard, this is this, well, this is that. I, I, I can't do that. You can maybe so, do it as so, a fan. So what you're saying is you're lying to yourself? No, not at all. the Scottish public? No, I'm not because lying to the Scottish public. Let, let's put it... John, I'm sorry, right? I mm -hmm. love you. By the way, John, I think you're a great big... I, I wish you had came to Rangers, but... Mm -hmm. Because you're, you're a great big player. You'd have been great in your team, as you were in the Celtic team. But I'm an honest person, and I'm trying to be honest now. Do you blame people, like, outside Scotland? Maybe it might be England, it might be Germany, it might be... Okay... We, we we do the odd thing, right? We've we've got great fans and listen, mm. the fans and but that that's not mm. on the pitch. And do you honestly blame people for looking at us and saying, I hope we get a Scottish team? No, Kenny, the context of the conversation was um about Jota, for example, and we were also about to touch on See, the 80 millions for Anthony Gordon's, whatever, they have money down south. And you were mentioning the fact that Virgil van Dijk, now the most expensive uh, defender in the world, right. it was only 12 million that Celtic got when he yeah. went to Southampton. So the quality of players, sorry, the quality of players in Scotland isn't valued the way it should be, Kenny. That was the main point. We know, we don't have the money here to have the depth and the, the strength and depth that they have in England. Of course not. It's the richest league in the world. Oh, it's Paul Inter. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Paul, there's nothing I would love more than to see Scottish football up the top. I know, I can hear the that. Way, yeah. The way it was years ago. Yeah. The way it was years ago. Yeah. But see, to be totally, totally honest, it's 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 mm. not going that way. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, seriously. Okay, Rangers got to the UEFA Cup final. Yeah. That's not going to happen every year, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And Rangers have been doing well for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm my team and I've loved it and I'm a big supporter of Scottish football it's John is mm -hmm. but sometimes you need to be honest and say but John's saying well he's saying it because he needs to represent Scottish football don't be a cheerleader just be honest Paul I'm not a cheerleader what, what? tell them that they're not doing good enough well tell them Kenny, when I, when I was up here Kenny enough. the amount of teams that we used to absolutely annihilate Right, we beat Aberdeen once nine nil at Celtic Park. I, I, I scored, yeah, I scored, yeah. I scored four. Okay, we beat well, other fine. teams five, six, seven, 
That's expected. This season, again, you'll get other wins. But what I'm trying to say is you have to keep the, you have to keep that little bit of hope, that little bit of faith, that, that Aberdeen will get better. Has that, a that, as well, John. Well, what are you saying? Are you, are you slamming Scottish football? And are you saying that was, it's just a rubbish right now, league? Yes, I am. And I'm telling you... Well, that's, that's, your per- Kenny, that's, that's, your, that's your prerogative if you want to, if you want to say the Scottish league I want to bring Mark in here just now as well. Mark... The well, what's your view on it? And the gulf between England and Scotland now, you get 150 million if you get relegated from the Premier League. You get three million if you win the league up here. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem, Kenny. I'm sure you would agree that um, I think we, what I was picking up in John's point 15, 20 minutes ago was I think Scottish football, I think we are undervalued in terms of sponsorship, commercial agreements, TV agreements. So if we could get bigger and better deals. Then that could filter its way down. Yeah, but it, but it's part of the bigger picture. It's part of what we are discussing and what you're discussing. I agree. It's absolutely you're right. It's in black and white. You can't deny it. Some of our results in Europe not being good enough. Motherwell losing to Sligo. I think there's a stat out there, Kenny, that Scottish teams have played Irish teams three or four times this millennium in European football. We've not beaten the Irish team once. Various clubs uh, in our game. That's not good enough. That's not acceptable. It's not. But then on the upside. For a country like ours, considering the budgets that we have, Rangers have been to two European finals, Celtic have been to one European final in 20 years. That's good. That That's can good I, going. That's, that's a positive. Please. So I think that we're, we're not on here. We don't tell lies. We're no cheerleaders. But you, you, you try and make the best out of what is a really difficult situation. And just to pick you up on a point, Kenny, that, that I really don't agree with you. And, um, you know, go and do your homework. You say we don't have good coaches. We have some really good coaches in Scotland some guys that work really really hard that are conscientious that they work hard every day to improve their first team to improve their academy of players look at some of the young bright young Scots that have come through in the past few years so you are 100% wrong when you say that we don't have good coaches we have very good coaches in this country Kenny on paper I'm 100% right no you're not well what's the result what's it doesn't make you say there's not, not good coaches Kenny Kenny who do you follow then in Scottish football John, I'm not saying that they're no good coaches. What I'm you did. Is, you just said we won't win. All right. Okay. Who who do you support, Kenny? He's Rangers. He said he's Rangers. Yeah. Down the SFA and telling them the answers. I don't know. how how much do you feel that Rangers really really punched above their weight last season? Then in terms of, you know, the quality and the teams that they yeah. beat. How well did they do? Yeah. Well, that's what we've got but to do. Where we've got. To, she's from? Coaches at well, well, it, it was. Yeah, but right, Stephen Gerrard won the league with a lot of English coaches with him. Can, can, John, I'll ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the best Scottish coach? And I don't mean like managers, coach. John, you you know the difference, big man, mm-hmm. between a coach and a manager. So who's who's the best Scottish coach that you've came across in your golf days and this and that? Sir Alex Ferguson, maybe John. Well, he was more of a manager. Fergie never really coached. Um, a coach? A coach, I think. Um, John Robertson was a really good coach at Celtic. He was Scottish working, yeah, yeah, working with yep. uh, Martin O'Neill. I think he knew the game inside out. Never really did an awful lot of coaching. Um, John, can I ask you something? I'm sorry. Final question, Kenny. We'll have to move on. Go on, Kenny. Can I just ask John a question? That's what I've said. Here's your final question. Yeah, I've been somebody else. Say again. Go on, Ken. 
That's cool. carry sorry, on, mate. John, sorry, John. It's okay, sorry, pal. John. It's okay. Right. okay. What I was asking is, why was John, or what did he do that was better than somebody else that we could learn from? Well, he just kept he just kept the sessions, you know, really, really interesting. Listen, when you're coaching top players, Alex Ferguson didn't do an awful lot of coaching. Martin O'Neill didn't do a lot of coaching. They signed the players, top top class players, just need to be reminded of what they do well and what they what they can improve on, really. Um, and, and 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 generally, Kenny McDowell was a really good coach. The ex number two to Kenny um to, to, to yeah, yeah, that's right. He yeah. was a very good. He, he brought a lot of the youngsters through. Kenny McDowell oh. would have been coaching the likes of Stephen McManus and and Stephen yeah. Pearson and all these guys when when he was with the academy at Celtic with Tommy Burns. Mm. So Kenny's a oh. very good coach. But I, th I think with the the top class senior players, not an awful lot of coaching is needed. You just need mm. to put good sessions on and remind some some people are very yeah. good motivators tell people what they need put an arm round round people when mm. they're when they're quite not on form you know I'll tell you what I'm hearing there Kenny's passion for it which we love and his yeah. point of view yeah. and there is a lack of ambition at the top of Scottish football the sponsorship money's not big enough we've nope. got tournaments at times not sponsored mm -hmm. and the TV deal and Sky they're the only show in town just now and they do a great job but if there's nobody else in there we're not going to get that much but more money what? Let's not kid ourselves on that we're the greatest or that we're undervalued. Cause oh, we are undervalued. What? Uh, yeah, the you players. Think Norway gets double the, the money that we get, I think. Who? Exactly. We are. Revenue, Ke Kenny. Kenny, listen, we do need to move on. The news is coming up shortly. What's your scoreline tonight before we go? Give, give us your score. What's your uh, hi, Kenny. Thank Kenny. you, mate. Listen, before we go. What's your scoreline yeah. tonight, PSV Rangers? Ah, uh, see, see, be honest with you, big man. I'm, I'm a bit. <clears throat> Honestly, I think it's about sixty forty in PSV's Eindhoven right. favour because what's, it's what? in their ground. Okay, but buddy, what's the score going to be? Give us a scoreline. Be ah, honest, you know Kenny. What? Be honest. Come on. No, I won't be honest because I'd, I'll you be, just, I'll you you just had a pop at me uh, for not being honest. Right, let's get the scoreline. All right, Kenny, what's your scoreline? Go on. Take care, man. Back up my argument is Scottish teams only as good as we think. Okay. Kenny, th th listen, thanks for calling. We need to go. The news is coming up next, but we need to hear from Conor Goldson. What's he feeling about the game tonight? Yeah, it's obviously a big achievement, I think, from where we've come. If you look at the journey that we've taken over these last four years, it's been amazing, but... At the same time, we've all had these big nights together as a group. Um, we look at the run that we had last season and we always sat here and said, what a big game, what a big achievement. And it's just another big game for the football club that we know as a team that we have to try and produce. So just two hours to go until kickoff. We'll have the team news, Mark. When do you reckon? Is it quarter to seven? Yeah. Sometime between half six and quarter yeah, to two? Yeah, certainly no later than quarter to seven. We'll probably get a couple of wee um, inklings what, he, what he's going to do. But interesting to see how he, mm. he sets up. He usually throws at least one surprise in the starting 11. He does. Uh, we'll hear from Van Nistelrooy in the next hour as well, who had something to say about uh, Morellas. It's certainly not a badge of honour, is it? Normally, you know, Van Nistelrooy would be speaking about Giovanni, they're great friends played together for Holland, um, but no. But in the next hour or so, we can hardly mention Morels, can we? Because it's about what will Rangers do tonight in Holland. 0808 17 17 700. Lots of new callers come in and we welcome that. Thank you, Kenny, for that call. We're back just after the news. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. 
Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Thanks to everyone who's made the switch and there are many, many of you. We're on every night from five o'clock. John Hartson, Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi. Thanks for joining the winning team from five here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors and with Kenny who was on a few minutes ago and he's provoked quite a bit of reaction here lots of calls and uh, we're on the socials as well uh, here's one that's come in saying the SPFL will never compete with the big five leagues we don't have the audience to do so we should be competing with Holland and Belgium for example um, we need better commercial deals the TV deals clubs need to get more folk through the gates rather than cutting allocations although the crowds have been good in Scotland and we punch above our weight per capita we're one of the best in Europe but he's right about the TV money isn't he yeah the, the you know the TV deal Paul you'd like to think that we could pick up more you know even even you know the, the different packages that are available if we could you know bring in a few more quid for that and, and up it then that would be great but you know we are facing tough times uh, financially and also as well as I mentioned a week or two ago I think it's something we, we need to be very very mindful of uh, in Scottish football is let, let's take heed of what supporters are saying 20 is plenty for away fans let's not forget oh. that these are hard times we want to see you know fans in the grounds away fans being able to travel families going the next generation being involved being a part of it you know, and sometimes you've got to pay 30 quid to go away from home. And Celtic and Rangers fans are the ones who are hit most with that. It's very, very unfair. But across the board, 20's plenty. Let's do something about it. I like that here in Go Radio. 20's plenty. When you're driving in the towns and the villages, take it easy. The kids are back at school. And a great point there for the away fans. 20's plenty. We like that, John. You'll be raising money big time this Saturday night in Glasgow. The charity ball mm -hmm. for the John Hartson Foundation. You do great work. I want to talk to you about that before the end. On Friday... Look out. As you know, we've teamed up with Clyde Built Home Improvements and it's your chance to win £100 on the night and you could win this weekend £850. All you have to do is predict the six Premiership results this weekend. We had Jamie on, a Rangers fan from Cardonald at the weekend. Um, he didn't win, but he got three out of the six. If you register for the Scottish Predictor with Clyde Built Home Improvements on thisisgo.co.uk, you could win £850 this weekend and that would be tasty. Here's uh, uh, another text just before we go back on the lines. Um, Francis Healy has been on at Go Football Show. He says, John, Celtic got, yeah, went up to £20 million for Virgil van Dijk because of the sell-on clause when he went to Liverpool. Then he said, Kenny's a bundle of joy, isn't he? Oh, yeah, very much so. But he was very respectful of you well, and yeah, wished you all the, the best. I was, yeah. to, I was trying to say, was when, when we went to Liverpool in 2003, <clears throat> we had a great team. But down south, mm. the pundits, a lot of people, the television networks, all thought that Liverpool would beat us because they play in the might of the Premier League. They play in the Europe, whatever it was, every year. Saying that, I'm not sure if they were in the Champions League at the time. Um, don't think they were. No. But Celtic went down and played them off the park. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden people go, hold on a minute, it's not a bad league up there. But before we went, 
people will go Celtic beat every team 6-0, 7-0, 8-0, 5-0 not much of a you know not, not much of a big standard and sometimes Celtic and Rangers can do that to teams but I can't come on here and say that that if if Dundee United are poor, I'll say he's a of poor, course you do absolutely everything else. John, we know. I, I yeah. don't want to come on and slam Scottish football. I'm here to back Scottish football because there's so much good in it, but it's not at the level of England. We are at times, uh, and, but even Celtic Rangers, the budgets, are, there's no comparison anymore. It can't be, and that was you know what 19 years ago you were down at Anfield and you did it against Blackburn Rovers in that run as well. Tonight is about Rangers though yeah. in the Champions League if they win tonight. Scott's on the line. Good evening, Scott. Hi guys, how you doing? Yeah, How's we're Scott? good. Hi Scott. How are you? You predicted it last year. You booked Seville, didn't you? Earlier this year. Uh, you booked your flight early. What are you thinking tonight? Um, um, I, I, the closer it gets to kick-off, the more confident I am. Good. Like, after leaving, leaving Ibrox last week, I thought, oh no, we've got no chance. But mm-hmm. you know the way, it, as soon as the closer the game gets, the more you think, oh, we're going to battle them. Mm-hmm. I'm at that stage now. So where's it coming from then as well? What team... We'll have the team in about half an hour or so. But what would you be saying then? If you were GVB, who would you be picking tonight? The keeper, you're sticking with John McLaughlin, I take it? Yeah, I'd stick McLaughlin. I'd probably go roughly... So I'd probably play Kamara instead of Jack from the team that started against Hibs. OK, why? I think I think we need more I think we need more legs and we'll be on the counting attack a lot. Mm-hmm. And Kamara's very good at running with the ball, so I'd play him. And I'd play, I like the boy, I'd probably play Tillman instead of Matondo because I don't think Matondo was great at the weekend. Mm-hmm. It might be and too Tillman. much too soon for Matondo at the moment, but okay. Who else? I think I'll uh, probably go front four. You get Tillman, Lawrence, Kent, and then obviously Cholak up front. Yeah. With Lundstrom and Kamara sitting, and then the same back four. Right, here's your manager speaking to Sky. About Cholak? Uh, I think Antonio's done really well. Got a, a positive impact on the team with his performances, with everything he does on the pitch, of course, with his goals, because, you know, we need goals to win games. So I'm very uh, happy with uh, the performances Antonio uh, made for this team. Mark, what are you thinking about Cholak? And the Rangers yeah. fans are warming to him. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I think Cholak's been good. You look at his goal ratio, Paul, in terms of chances created, the conversion percentage is very, very high, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure Scott will agree. Already, you can see at 1.8 million pounds, he's tremendous value for money. So credit to the to the Rangers uh, recruitment um, for that, and thank goodness that they've had him this year because Morelos has not been up to it, and, and Roof um, is still injured. So it was a good bit of business. Um, I'm just thinking the Rangers team. Uh, I would go McGregor, but I think what I think Giovanni van Bronckhorst will do will be um, John McLaughlin in goals, James Tavernier and Borna Barisic, your two fullbacks, James Sands and Connor Golson your central defensive pairing. I think there'll be a strong three of John Lundstrom, Steve Davis and possibly Ryan Jack, if not, then Glenn Kamara. Mm-hmm. And then Tillman and Kent operating your kind of wide areas and, and Cholak through the middle. Not too far away from your Scott, was it really? Yep. John, what do you think the Rangers lineup will be? I think it'll be McLaughlin. Um, It'll be the same back four as the weekend. Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic. I think the midfield uh, two uh, will be Lundstrom and Kamara in the middle. Kent on the left. And um, I think it'll be Wright, Cholak and Lawrence. Right. 
I think Lawrence is a big one. You can't leave him out. Sure. Three goals in but his last three games. He's on fire. Right, Scott Wright. Wright can turn the opposition when you, when you need them to. He can run in behind. Kent is a must. And and I agree with the caller. I, I think Kamara might come in for legs, energy, and uh, Lundstrom can, can slip into the back four to make it a five, if you like, in between Goldson and Sands. Um, but listen, irrespective of the team, yeah. Rangers got to stay in the game. Sure. They can't concede an early goal. Stay in the game, frustrate PSV. It'll be a very hostile, vociferous crowd. No no different to how it is at Ibrox. The players should be more than used to that, having gone to places like Dortmund and, and other places that they went to last season. So, listen, Rangers have a chance. I think tonight, personally, is just slightly beyond them. I backed them all last season and I backed them last week. Yeah. I said they'd win last week 2-1. Probably should have won 2-1. They conceded a late goal from a from a, a, a daft goal from a corner yeah. where the goalkeeper's glued to his line, didn't come off his line, the boy heads it inside the six-yard box. It's little things like that that they've got to do better when they're defending corners. So for me, um, I, I think uh, tonight will be beyond them, but, um, but they're more than capable of going against the result on the evidence of last season. Scott, we don't really want to talk about Morelos tonight, but there's so much about it and about him. Um, here's Conor Golson was asked about it. At the weekend, after the game, after his, order, after his ordering off, he was only 13 minutes on the pitch. Was there chat about it afterwards in the dressing room? No, to be honest, there wasn't. Um, the discussion after the game was more, obviously, about the first red card, and we didn't think that that was a red. Um, but at the same time, I think he's obviously done something stupid. And, yeah, it, on, on Saturday, I think, obviously, it did let us down, but... At the same time, we're a team, we're a group and we have to be together because the only times that we've won things as a football club and this group's won things together is when we've all stuck together and we've done everything together. So going into tomorrow, this squad has to be more united than ever and because um, we know it's going to be a massive game for the whole team. Scott, what's your take on the Morella situation? I think Gio's been spawned and dropping a rank. He can't, it's, it sends a message to him, but also sends a message to everyone else that you can't get away with doing stuff like that. He's come back from an injury overweight. You can, anyone with, anyone can see he's not in shape to play big games like tonight. And or getting sent off is the going back to Morelos two years ago when we thought we had see, seen the back of it. Yep. So I think it's now best to send a message to him, send a message to everyone else. And I think he's been dropped and I, I think correctly, personally. Scott, do you think, um, like me, he still has a part to play this season? If he comes back with the right attitude and gets his head down, loses a bit of weight, gets himself sharp? Because in my opinion, like Cholak is new to the club. Yeah, he's had a great start, but Morelos is he's tried and tested. He's proven. I know he's got a bad disciplinary record, but he's your best centre-forward by a mile. You know, for me, he's, he's your best goal scorer. So... Has he still got a part to play or do you feel that Rangers now have washed their hands of him and they'll try and get the best price for him before the market shuts? Yeah, I fully fit Morelos is a top, top player. And I think the only reason he's still at Rangers is the disciplinary issue. But if you take the disciplinary issue away from him, I think I don't think he'd be at Rangers at the moment. So I fully fit Morelos and I fully goal score Morelos. Like we, like we saw pre-injury last season, I think definitely has a part to play with us. It's just whether he can come back with the right attitude mm-hmm. or whether he sulks because he's been dropped tonight. But Scott, how can you not have the right attitude four days 
before, and he would have played at some point, a Champions League qualifier. Mark, have you ever seen a situation like this? Players have misbehaved. Everyone has at times. Yeah. But have you ever seen this unprofessionalism? No, I, I, I think his time's come and gone now, Paul. I think yeah. it's gone too far. Let's like say, you know, once or twice he let my way with you know, he, he's coming over when he arrived at Rangers, he was a kid, and it's yeah. a new environment, new culture. So get all that. You've got to cut him a bit of slack. We're now talking about an experienced campaigner who's now let down two managers at different times. Get into the biggest game uh, that Rangers have had in more than a decade. Um, and he's let himself down. And when you hear the, ma the the captain, James Tavernier, going on Rangers TV on Saturday and labelling the red card stupid, you then hear Conor Goldson, one of the other most mm -hmm. experienced players in the dressing room, labelling it stupid. They've had enough. They've absolutely had enough of him. If it's me, Paul, I'm not ruling out him having a future because he is a quality player. And if he if he can look the manager in the eye and promise that, that, he'll, that he'll, he'll knuckle down. But I think we've heard all that story. We've heard all it before mm -hmm. from Morelos. I think it's got to say he maybe can't be trusted now. And I think if I'm Rangers, regardless of how it goes tonight, uh, I look to to move him on and get the best possible prize between now and uh, next Thursday. Scott is still now feeling, you know, last week, Scott, we could hear it. Remember we spoke to you afterwards and, you know, you thought oh, this is going to be tough. And people are saying 60-40 against them, but you're getting a bit more confident. Your manager, he would love to take you into the Champions League. I think, uh the best tournament, club tournament in, in the world to be involved in. And uh, that's for everyone, for the fans, for the club, uh, for the team, the players, my staff, myself. Uh, it's something special and you'll never, uh, it that never goes away. I mean, if I've won it in, in, in Paris 2006, which is, you know, one of my uh, proudest achievements in, in football. I played the uh, Champions League with Feyenoord, my team, uh, after so many years and nothing will make me even prouder to bring uh, Champions League back to, to Ibrox and uh, with, with the group stages. Yeah, and what a win that was back in 2006. Yeah, in Paris against Arsenal when uh, Henrik Larsson came off the bench and probably kind of changed it in, in the Barca's favour. You know, Arsene Wenger had a right good team. I'm sure Terry Henry played for Arsenal um, at that point. But just on Giovanni van Bronckhorst, Paul made my feelings very clear on him in this programme since he took over um, nine, ten months ago. I think he's a first-class person, a great human being. And when I listened to him there, I, I, I had so much for him wanting to see Rangers do it tonight. I think he deserves it as a person. He's made a... You know, I don't call... I always remember a, a, a manager saying to me, it was David Hay, I can remember him, asked him, you know, how tough... Uh, it was a brave decision to, to free Danny McGrain and Frank McGavey way back in the day. And David Hay said to me, he said, no, it wasn't a brave decision. If you believe it's a right decision, then it's not a brave decision. It's just the right decision. It's what you've got to do. And that's what Giovanni has done in the past 48 hours. He would have slept on it. He'd have taken everything into account. He could have easily had him on the bench again and papered over the cracks. Mm. But he sent out a message and it was the right message and good on him for that. And big, big clubs, global clubs need strong management. Mm. You have to wonder what would the late, great Walter Smith would have done? What would he have done? What you do know, you think? God, God rest his soul. Yep. He did, he'd know, have done the same thing, like, would he not? You need strong man because what that does yeah. is it sends a message out to the rest mm -hmm. of the players. I'm the boss. The buck stops with me. I make every decision at this football club. Final point on him before we ask you something else, Scott. Uh, the manager was asked about this, about the decision. He spoke about it yesterday. We played it in the programme. And Conor Goldson was asked as well, were the senior players consulted? It, was it their decision? It's his decision. He pulled us in yesterday and let us know. So we were aware of what was happening and... 
he made the decision, so that's completely his decision. And Mark, that's what the late great Walter would have done, isn't it? Yeah. He made the decision and told the senior well, players. Listen, we've heard it very, very often yeah. from one of our colleagues, Barry Ferguson, yeah. the way that, that Walter handled the, the post Scotland situation when, when George Burley yeah. was a manager when it, when it was Barry Allen McGregor and um, you know Walter didn't, didn't stand for it. Look, we, we all know, I remember. Goodness, away back in the day, Paul, what we were going back to from 93, maybe 94, and that uh, Walter Smith put Andy Gorham in the transfer list because he'd had enough of him. Mm -hmm. Gorham responded positively and went on to have another, you know, three or four brilliant years at Rangers and part of the nine in a row team. So, yeah, yeah you, you've got to have it. And that's where, you know, I think some Rangers fans think, oh, Giovanni's a, a soft touch because he's not like animated and come out and slaughter referees. Yeah. At full, he's not that type of person. He's, he's controlled. Um, he's calculating he takes his time but he's made the right decision and as Conor Golson has just highlighted there the players weren't consulted about it but he gave the senior players a place that they were the first to know the decision that Giovanni and his staff and there's no doubt the hierarchy would have been involved in something like that as well just to give them the place that they were leaving Alfredo Morelos out Scott before you go as you know Celtic Park has been mentioned by an international supporters forum they say it's the best football stadium in the UK what would you say? I'd say, well, obviously I'm biased, but I'd say yeah. I think you look at last season, and I don't, I don't think it's the best stadium in Scotland. I think you look at atmospheres like your Leipzig, Dortmund, Braga, games like that. I think I, I don't like, I don't like the atmosphere in that, and the sort of event in that can be topped at Celtic Park, and hasn't been topped at Celtic Park until they do something like we done last season. I don't think. I don't think that's correct but obviously I'm biased of course okay. exactly <laughs> so that. sure and, and we had a Celtic fan earlier saying and wouldn't it be brilliant this year if we can compare it then with both of them in the Champions League what's your scoreline then Scott because you've got that hope there and we love the fact that you've got that what's your scoreline tonight I'll go 2-1 Rangers after extra time after extra time thanks very much Scott good luck Cheers, we will Scott. speak to you soon the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go. You can catch us on the podcast and more and more people do. And we're on YouTube as well. Loads of uh, people downloading the app and catching up with the show. I know people, the uh, Mark and Kieran and Stephen out in the taxis uh, today. Family at the craft checks are listening at times and we're thinking about them today big Hibs fans some of them so there was a bit of sunshine on Leith this morning Ooh. so Thomas over from the States just now and it was great to see today we're thinking about all the family football is such a uniting thing isn't it no matter which team you follow and you know you follow your team as we heard earlier on one was Kenny one was Scott or whatever but Ronan made a great point as well a Celtic fan saying good luck to Rangers tonight we'll have the team news I think in the next 15-20 minutes Mark yeah you're on to FIFA, yeah. H FIFA HQ <laughs> or UEFA yeah. Yeah. UEFA uh, will be you know the team sheets will be with UEFA just now they'll just be getting printed up Paul and uh, you're know, really you know, so interested to see what Giovanni uh, Van Bronckhorst comes up I, I think probably in terms of the outfield 10 I could comfortably, I think, comfortably pick eight. You know, just mm. a couple that just not not sure. And it's a usual sort of positions. Who's going to be one of the holders in beside Lundstrom and who's going to be one of the three in behind Cholak? And he always has a surprise, doesn't he? You can, I yeah. never really... Something to go 4-1-4-1, yeah. which I think he pulled a couple of weeks ago. Mm. That did take us by 
surprise um, you know how attack minded he was against Union at Ibrox mm-hmm. and bearing in mind you know the, the goal just before half time the penalty for Tavernier you know really swung that that, that tie in Rangers favour but tonight Paul look it's not insurmountable I think it's a hell of a task I've got I, you know I really do fancy PSV but Rangers can do it and like I've said they, they don't need to score they don't need to score they can still go through without scoring that's so true although can they keep the clean sheet against mm. the Dutch could it, it? I mean, it could be anything, couldn't it? It could be a two-two, a three-three, whatever. Away goals don't count. No, no, it has changed it. John, you're still on Sead Haksabanovic watch. Your contacts at Celtic. Has it been announced yet? Not been nope. announced still yet. Away. I think, as Mark said earlier on, I think it's um, it's getting very close. John, we loved your homework on that earlier on. Mark, please copy. He knows everything about Haksabanovic. <laughs> Putting us all to shame. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he, he's right on it. In fact, he was at yeah. one of John's former clubs um, as well yeah. at West Ham. West Ham. So he, yeah. he was right on it. And, and you know, we're, we're talking about Rangers tonight, Paul. And it's just if I can just say it's great that the the former Rangers doctor um, Doc McGuinness is listening, who's now with Qatar and he's preparing for the the World Cup there at a, a camp out in Vienna already, prepping for the World Cup. And he says Qatar is looking exceptional. It's ready in the stadiums are absolutely uh, world class I know there's a lot of baggies going out there which mm. we're respectful of but just mm. in terms of the, the football and um, you know obviously Doc McGuinness out there uh, will be cheering Rangers on tonight against PSV of course people listening all over the world that's the great thing that you can hear this programme anywhere young Joe Joseph is listening in London at the moment just back from holiday in road so it's great John everywhere you go everyone wants to talk football everyone a few days ago wanted to talk about when Ali Super Ali said you know, PSV have had these days off, so they didn't play at the weekend when Rangers were playing against Easter Road at Easter Road. And most people said, no, Rangers would welcome a game. It's so early in the season for us. It's early for them as well. Well, that was addressed by GVB, who was asked after the game at the weekend, how does he feel about that now? Well, it's, it's, it's football. You know, we're here to play games. It's, it's, it's not something we, we, we wanted. If we asked for something and we didn't get it, it's different, but... We're just here to compete. You know, we are, my players are used to playing many games in the season. Uh, twice a week, we almost play the whole season twice a week. And uh, yes, it was a demanding and, 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 uh, and physical match on, uh, on Saturday. But we're here, we're strong, we're ready. And we're ready to go again tomorrow to uh, give everything on the pitch. John, good answer. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's common sense. I think Celtic will have a similar problem. Rangers might continue to have a similar problem if they get through to the Champions League in a couple of weeks' time. Um, it'll be the Europa League, it'll be the Champions League. And I don't think it had uh, too much of an effect on Rangers last season, did it? It was almost like they, they were in, the momentum was on their side. They uh, thrived on it, didn't they? They thrived on it. Yeah. And there was many times on this show where we're all thinking, well, Rangers have played 120 minutes of football then they go and get a, a really big game away from home on the Sunday. Semi-finals, finals, towards the end of the season, the Europa final. The Rangers seemed to thrive on that mm-hmm. because the, the the team were playing well. They had that unity amongst them, the confidence built as the season went on. So, you know, they, they put all that theory about playing too much and will the players, will it affect their legs, will it affect their energy levels? No, it certainly didn't last season for Rangers. Greg is also listening in to us in Eswara, in Morocco. Have you been to Morocco, Mark? Morocco, no. Yes, it's, it's a, no. It's still a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Radio a place, Morocco. It's a place I've, I've, I've never no. been to Morocco. To, and oh, I've never, Greg. I've never, I, I, never I played with it. two more fantastic Moroccan players. Okay. Oh, I, 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 can, I, know, I know the club. Yeah. Mustafi Haji. Oh, yeah. 
captain of Morocco, and Youssef Chipo. Yeah. Brilliant players. I mean brilliant individual mm. players. I played with them both at Coventry, Golden Strack, and uh, had yeah, them course. both. But, mm. but Haji, yep. Haji was what a player he was. Well done, Greg. You can mention that then. John Harson's mentioned them here on Morocco. Go Radio and, in Glasgow. Yeah. And Paul, we were there. France ninety eight. Oh, indeed. Morocco beat Scotland. Yeah. The, the last uh, Yeah, the last time Scotland um no no who did was it the last game Morocco was it Norway the last game? Oh. Norway was the last game, wasn't it? But Morocco was the middle game. Well done. Yeah, You'll be, yeah France ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. It was a... Uh, yeah, when will we be back at a World Cup? Don't mention World Cups. John Harson's in here. Or he'll start. Getting ready yeah. for that. Getting ready They're for there that. And we're not... Cheers, Greg, and a great job he did at the Kilt Walk of the weekend. He's the he's the, the host at the Kilt Walk there up in Dundee. So Greg's now in Morocco. So from money fief to Morocco in 36 hours. Well done. 0808 17 17 700. We might have time for one or two more calls before seven. So many people on the socials wishing Rangers uh, good luck tonight. But it is going to be tough for them. We know it. GVB there, I think, speaking really well about, you know, he, he's not really interested in that one, is he? He's no, not having Paul, it. Paul, yeah. he put it to bed and he didn't, you know, he's yeah. not, you know, some managers might have just, you know, answered that question, leaving themselves a get out to blame the SPFL if it yeah. doesn't go right tonight. But he didn't. He was straight about it. We didn't request it. We didn't want it. And you know what? Seeing the back of what happened on, on Saturday, Dropping two points, there's a, there's a sense of injustice about Rangers feels injustice about a couple of red cards, or particularly Lundstrom, which rightly was 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 overturned. It was rescinded um, yesterday. I think it's perfect for getting in tonight because it's just a reminder. Do you know what? We've dropped points. Let's not be complacent. Let's be tighter. Let's be more aggressive. Let's take our chances when they come. What happened? What's happened with Morelos in the past forty eight hours as well? Again, it sounds to me like it's an act of defiance in the squad in the Rangers camp just now uh, ahead of this game so yeah I'm sure they'd have rather, obviously rather have beaten Hibs on Saturday but the circumstances in the 90 minutes I think could well play its part in if, if Rangers get a positive result tonight we'll come back to that shortly as soon as we get the team shall we go to well what's coming up this weekend and still a wee bit of a look back at the weekend when Celtic had the two goal victory over Hearts um, and the manager reflected on Celtic's unbeaten and uh, all-winning start to the season. Challenge is the same. You just, you know, you just got to focus on on every game and and, and treat each one equally. Um, you know, we've had a sort of unusual start in that we've had one game a week, but we know that's going to change pretty quickly, and we're going to have to sort of make sure that we're ready for that. And that's why we've been working hard at training the last sort of you know three four weeks, almost like an extended pre-season. So that in a week or so time, when uh, the games are coming thick and fast, we've got a squad that's robust enough and capable to, to maintain our performance. And on the game itself. Yeah, it was okay. I, you know, I thought it was a game where there wasn't real sort of flow or tempo any, or with any consistency. It seemed to be a bit of stop-start and, um, you know, we contributed a little bit to that. But uh, ultimately, um, yeah, we didn't get frustrated, which is good. We kept our discipline and, um, yeah, for the most part, thought we controlled the game. Dundee United, John, looming on Sunday, uh, 12 o'clock kick-off, the early kick-off. Uh, for Celtic, Dundee United, well, it's been the most awful two weeks, isn't it, for them after beating AZ Altman the first time round. What are you thinking about Celtic's start? I've been outstanding, haven't they? You know, they've 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 just scintillated the football that they play. I did the game for Sky down at um, Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock, where they just went through Kilmarnock. I know Derek McInnes was a bit, uh, a bit annoyed with some of the 
uh, lacklustre defending that um, that Kilmarnock showed on the day and one or two of the goals could have been avoided, but Sally could have scored more. They could have scored more goals as well. Um, so they, they look steamrolling at the minute. They, you know, they're in great form. Uh, Jota is, is just, um, you know, he, he can he can provide, he can assist, he can score, and his performances are just through the roof at the minute. They really, really are. Sadly, paid six point eight million or whatever it was for him. They can make changes. They they got options from the bench. Jakamakis came on at the weekend mm-hmm. and scored a late goal. Kyogo scored, so that's your two strikers. But Ange's right. Just just keep going. I don't think the Sadik are getting carried away. I think they expect a really tough challenge from Rangers again this season. Um, no need to get carried away with three or four games in. Dundee United, Celtic will take that game as serious as if they were playing hearts at home. They'll still do all the homework. They'll do their due diligence on, on the opposition. Mm. Dundee United are desperate for something. If they can pick up a draw like they did at the, the last game of the season, not, not quite the last game, when we went up to Celtic, lifted the trophy last season at Dundee United, they got a one-one. You know, they, they'd love to do that again. Yeah. And they did it weekend. to Rangers last season when Rangers were defending champions. United had success. Mark, you no, I, to go I, was, I, yeah. I was what I, I was what I asked John because we were talking earlier about you know getting proper transfer fees for players that are operating in Scottish football. Now Rangers have just did twenty-one to twenty-three million pounds for Bassey, which is exceptional, really good money. Celtic twenty-five for for Tierney not so long ago. I'm thinking that I think you know Jota's probably the man in Scottish football at the moment. Kyogo is up there as well. I think O'Reilly. I said about six months ago, I thought Bassey would emerge as Rangers' biggest asset in the transfer market, more than Kent, more than Morelos, more than all those guys, and he did. I'm interested to know, John, who you think. Not that I'm saying that Celtic are going to sell them, but between mm. now and next summer, who's going to emerge as Celtic's? Biggest target, and what what's the potential do you think in their in their transfer market value, whether it's a Jota, a Kyogo, or a or an O'Reilly? And John, hold that for twenty seconds because I know you want the Rangers team: McLaughlin and goals, Tavernier, Lundstrom, Goldson, Cholak. They do it. This is the way it comes out just now. Lawrence, Kent, Kamara is in. Sands, Barisic, and Tillman. So, Mark, you've got the how they're yeah, going to line up. You can shape that yeah. up for you, Paul. So it's John McLaughlin in goals. As we suspect, the back four is James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, James Sands, and Bonner Barisic. The two holding midfielders will be John Lundstrom and Glenn Kamara. And then you've got a front three of um, Tillman, Lawrence, and Kent. Kent in behind the main striker Cholak so it is very much a 4-2-3-1 formation and that's a strong I was one starting out. lineup. I was one out yeah. I went right instead Tillman. strong yeah. Tillman. strong yeah. team isn't it so I, I was one out not P- too bad that is it that's very good John PSV are Benitez the goalkeeper Tezzi Obispo one of the scorers Ramalo Sangari Luke de Jong the captain Gapko we've talked about him Gutierrez Joey Veerman Saibari and Max yeah. and the subs will I give you McGregor and McCrory the keepers uh, Yilmaz Jack Davis as in Stephen Davis of course Matondo Wright Sakala Arfield King Devine and Ewer for PSV Drommel Waterman Hoover Simons Van Ginkel Teal Branthwaite who came on last week of course Carlos Vinches Lucasen Bakayoko Mwen and Savio it's, it's a strong Rangers bench as well. Yes. Uh, Paul, yep. you know, there's, there's good options, particularly 
you know, middle to front if they need to show the game up. You know, you've got a Steve Davis or Ryan Jack as well. If you need to bring on a bit of pace and try and change it, you've got Matondo or you've got Wright um, and you've got Scotty Arfield who's, you know, can, can certainly pick up a goal um, with these with these late runs into the box. But it's a strong team, but it's a really good PSV team as well. Tezzy's a terrific player. Yeah. Um, at the back, you know, Obispo, we know about Luke de Jong, you know, if he gets service into that box, he's a handful in the air from cross balls. Gakbo, we think, you know, in the in the, in the the cusp of drawing Man United for 30 or 40 million quid in Veerman, that Rangers wanted to sign Stephen Gerrard, was desperate to bring him to, to Ibrox, you know, 18 months ago. So, really two good, really uh, strong starting lineups. We can feel it now, Paul. We're, we're, we're 80 minutes away from, from kickoff. It's going to be an absolute cracker. It sure is. Before the break, can we put that back to John again? We'll swing back to Rangers in a few moments. But you had a question on Celtic. Yeah, what Mark was saying was in terms of um, value and yeah. what, what Celtic have done in, in the transfer market. Six million for Kyogo, 6.8 for... At this moment in time, I don't think Celtic will, are interested in, in in selling any of their, you know, their top players. Um, you might see one or two leave. You know, the likes of Mikey Johnson, yeah. maybe one or two others, James Forrest, possibly. Um, but in terms of you, all of a sudden, Jota is probably three times what you paid for him now. You're looking at twenty, you know, three times mm-hmm. more than six point eight million, just because of his performances. But everyone strikers mark, don't they? Yeah. Everybody, every team in the country wants a striker that score goals. Who's going to be the top scorer, Kyogo or Chikamakis? I think one. I think whoever plays the most games. Um, but if I had to hang my hat on on one now, I'd, I'd probably say Kyogo. Mark. Yeah, Kyogo. it's hard to see past Kyogo. Yeah, and he looks he looks right in the mood, doesn't he? He looks really really hungry to go and do well. At this moment in time, Ange wants to keep all his best players, like Celtic fans want them to do, and add add quality because you need top players in the Champions League. And ideally, you want two good players, two excellent players for each position. That's the ideal scenario for a manager. Mark, we want to see really strong Celtic and Rangers and all our teams, especially with Champions League coming up and maybe for Rangers too. But you wonder what would Jota be worth when you see the money being thrown around? We talked about it just before the programme. Yeah. In England, it's now crazy. You mentioned a player, I'd never heard of him and he's now rated at, what, 35 million? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Newcastle and the, 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 the about to sign um, a striker from Real Sociedad, Isaac, for yeah. sixty million pounds. Sixty million. Listen, wow. like my part, I, I'd yeah. never heard of. But Jota, Kyogo, to a lesser extent, O'Reilly, if they have good Champions Leagues, wow, they are they are value rockets. Mm. That's what happens. Yeah. Listen, look, they, they, they catch the eye when they do well against Rangers and internationally and all, and all the rest of it, and there's no doubt that they'll be on the radar. And I agree with John Celtic, aren't they going to sell anytime soon? But it's good to know that if you're in the Champions League, your players do well, that, that you, you, talk, you start talking about serious money. You start talking about Bassey and Tierney, and if not more, you know, it could well be that somebody leaves Scottish football for 30 million quid in the next 12 months, Paul. You know, sometimes you're in the next two transfer windows. Um, and if, if a Kyogo or a Jota someday comes up with an excellent Champions League campaign, the money goes through the roof. Because that would never have happened if Rangers hadn't got to Europa League final then Bassey would not have been 23 million because no, they don't no. rate... That was John's point exactly, earlier. Exactly. They don't rate the quality... And as Giovanni Van Bronckhurst alluded to earlier on in the little piece when he was uh, saying about um, the Champions League, mm. um, it's the best club competition in the in in the world. You, uh, you've got the World Cup, right, which is the yeah, Holy Grail. Sure, but uh, it's totally different. Yeah. But what a platform. What a platform you're given 
to show your talent in, uh, against the best of the best from, from generally all the different countries. Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! An hour and 40 minutes away from the big kickoff. PSV against Rangers in the stadium, the Phillips Stadium, Mark. What's Phillips it like? Stadium. Tell us, you know oh, it well. It's a brilliant stadium. I've uh, been there a couple of times, watched the, the, the Dutch national team play there. What's um, it like? Oh, it, it's like a bowl, right? Uh, Paul, you know, um, good atmosphere, noisy. Um, you know, it was, it was brand new, maybe about 30 years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, the PSV fans, they're, they're, they're passionate fans, Paul, like all Dutch supporters. Are you thinking of the Decaup Stadium for Feyenoord? Do you think of the Amsterdam Arena? Noisy, but it's a kind of environment. Look through that range of starting to live in. Every one of them will thrive on it, they'll absolutely thrive on it and want to go down and make history tonight. Yeah. Make history, get Rangers into the Champions League for the first time in 12 seasons. And, and bring, you know, for the board, the hierarchy, Paul, it's a game changer. You're, you're, yeah. you're boosting the coffers, guaranteed £35 million. And that's, more. That's 10 titles. That's one of that's, yeah. that's the value of winning 10 Scottish titles. And with all the other, you know, the, the crowds coming in, all the rest, more of the TV deal, it could go up to £40 million. So Rangers, uh, no surprise at the back, really, then. So McLaughlin no. is the keeper. And yeah. with the height of the Dutch, then he is probably better in the air, would you say? Than he's, Alan he's, he's, he's good in the air. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think just all round, you know, McGregor's uh, better. But look, McLaughlin's yeah. going to have to at some point. If Rangers are going to go through, Paul McLaughlin's yeah. going to have to pull off one or one or two worldies. Now, McGregor over the years has managed to do that. McLaughlin, I don't think he's really been dreadfully at fault for any goals. I think possibly mm. could have saved the second goal for Hibs on Saturday. But I've yet to really see evidence of making world class mm. saves, game changing saves tonight. If Rangers to be successful, McLaughlin's going to have to have the game of his life. Let's go through this team then. So the back four, as we expected, and let's start with the captain, James Tavernier. He's a must, Tavernier. He, uh, he, listen, he's a lot better going forward than what he is defensively. Um, he's a real threat when he crosses the halfway line. Mm. His delivery is, is spectacular. Uh, he's involved in everything that Rangers do, in particular from that right-hand side. He can put it on a sixpence from 30, 40 yards. Anything around the box, free kicks. Technically, he's he's outstanding. So Tavani is a must. He's the captain. Um, Goldson. Goldson played many big games now. Played in Europe last season. He's been there, sort of, um, been a good leader for them. He's, you know, again, it, it was huge in terms yep. of getting him to sign a new contract. His contract was up, by the way, so... Rangers would have offered him a really good uh, deal to stay. Sands as well, alongside Goldson. It's not his natural position, James Sands, but the manager likes him there, Mark. Well, given that he's not got Ben Davies. Yeah, there's, well, there's no great, there's there's sorry, options Mark, there's available. Yeah. Well, well, I know, sure. I, I, I and he was in the stand last week. Balligan, I know. big, strong, sure. goes and heads it. And that was frustrating yeah. last week to see him. Yeah. But he's gone. So Mark, what was you saying yeah. about Sands? Well, James I, Sands. I, I don't think there's really any other option. I think Sands is the best option available because there's no John Suter, there's no Ben Davies. Mm. And, um, you know, fair play to Barisic as well. Barisic has held that left-back slot ahead of a yield match that they paid £5 million quid for. So, yeah, the, the, the back four picks itself. Lundstrom was always going to play. Cholak was always going to play. For me, Tailman was always going to play. I know John picked um, Lawrence very heavily and he got it right, but I always thought Tailman is a man I think that the Rangers players and, and certainly the Rangers management feel that he is a potential match winner tonight. More than Kent. More than Lawrence, more than Maton, more than anybody, mm. they feel that Tillman's got it in his locker 
to go on with the difference wow. tonight. And was he 20 years old? Yeah, but, they're, they're, but he's, he's, he's ex, mm. for that age, Paul, mm. he's, he's exceptional. He's so highly rated. And of course, Bayern Munich, you're not on the books at Bayern um, and they don't keep you. You know, they would put you out on loan if they want you back with that bit more maturity. Uh, he seems to have everything apart from the experience. But this could be what a night for him. The manager, there's been so much noise about uh, Morelos. But he said, no, our focus is totally on winning this game tonight. Oh, we are very focused. Of course, we uh, trained without Morelos the last days. Uh, the, tr- uh, the players are, are, are training well. We prepared for tomorrow. We had good meetings. Tomorrow we have the final meeting to prepare for PSV. And, uh, you know, for us, you know, for me, it's, you know, a decision I made. But looking forward to the task ahead tomorrow. And the same is uh, the same uh, feelings that my players have at the moment. And Johnny's coming up against, well, in the other, other dugout. There'll not be much said. I saw there was a warm embrace, you know, last week at Ibrox, but Ruud van Nistelrooy, what a striker. But tonight, he's the manager and a novice manager at PSV. Yeah, yeah he's fairly new to management, but he got a lot of experience playing-wise, yeah. ex-PSV player as well, Man United Real Madrid, what a wonderful goal scorer he was. Van Nistelrooy. One of the best in your Absolutely, there was many, many around that era. Van yeah. Nistelrooy was, was different. Top gravy. draw. Oh, yeah. top, top draw. Um, did it for his country as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be good friends, but there, there'll be no love lost, you know, between them tonight. Both both are winners, both want to win. Um so they know each other very well, but I'm sure glass of, they'll share a glass of wine after the game. But uh, there'll be nothing before. They won't want to give anything away in terms of, you know, uh, any tells or any things about their teams. So, no, they're going against it, up against it. I'm looking forward to the game, getting home now and watching it. We often say that GVB has something up his sleeve. Mark, what do you think it is? We thought it might have been Morelos two weeks ago. OK, that's gone now. Yeah. Looking at the bench, it's a strong bench as well, McLaughlin. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, McGregor. You get so used to looking at the keeper, first of all. So, McGregor um, and McCrory. Yeah. Yilmaz. Yeah, I mean, you Jack. Know, you, yeah, yeah, you know, there, there's options here depending on, on what scenario you, you need yeah. to go. So if 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 it's going in Rangers' favour, you've got Jack and Davis who can come on and, and help show it up. If you need to go and change it, and I think you know, there's a phrase that Giovanni used um, a couple of weeks ago uh, when they were playing at home to to Union. He said that I needed to inject more pace into the team, so I brought Matondo on, uh, or, or whatever it was, something like that, more pace tonight. So you've you've got that Matondo. Let's say. The last 20 minutes, you want to go and get a winner. I need to get an, an equaliser to keep you in the tie against tired legs. Matondo can, you know, go. The the intelligence of Arfield, if you need to go and get a goal again, you know, 20 minutes to go, he can just, you know, time his run and, you know, pull, pull defenders. Stay on him for a second, can we? Because I was going to yeah. ask you both, what about Scott Arfield? He has played really well over the years. And, you know, people talked about who was coming and going during the summer. There wasn't much said about him, but he stayed. How good is he? the space that he creates and finds and they might need that tonight that's what he does you know he, he finds space in the box in the opposition box um, he's got a big goal in him as, as we've seen several times he can't quite force his way in at the minute to be a, a starting uh, get that starting position but listen he's going to be called upon during the season what Morelos sorry to keep mentioning Morelos what he needs to do is 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 take the attitude that Scott Arfield has shown. Doesn't always play, but he's there. He's a great team player. He's always there when he's called upon. And uh, that's probably know. not going to happen, John. But you know, it might. Um, well, that's what he needs to do sure. to get back in the Rangers' mm. fold. Scott Otherwise, Arfield. Yeah. Yep. Scott Arfield. 
tremendous may well play a part at yeah, some point I, I, yeah. you know I, I think Scott Arfield will have a part to play tonight um, I think Matondo will have a part to play tonight but probably what I want to see you want to see Rangers winning the game so therefore you're hoping that Jack and Davis have got big parts to play in terms of coming on and helping to show it up don't if, even if play substitutions Mark Aye, well, then yeah. that's only four yeah. that's only four I've mentioned <laughs> uh, the thing is they don't have a natural number nine to come on you know to, to, to give Cholak a bit of respite or, or you know to freshen it up yeah you could put Sakala through the middle but you know he's a bit lightweight you know at, at that level he's more of a wider area um, player but look there's good options here Paul the most important thing is he's got a good start in 11 he's got a start in 11 yep. that are capable of going one in the tie tonight that's the bottom line it's a big ask PSV are favourites we probably really expect PSV to emerge victorious tonight but it's certainly within Rangers' capabilities with that starting lineup. There's some really talented players to go and win the tie, to defy the odds mm -hmm. and win the tie and get into the Champions League draw tomorrow night at five o'clock. And you said Monday night it could be penalties. Could go all the way, but because Rangers don't need to score one each, two each, three each, <coughs> nothing each. Penalty kick. They don't need to score. But I think the I think there'll be goals for both teams tonight. Van Mistelrooy was speaking about Rangers, but he spoke about Morelos. We know Alfredo what 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 a player he can be and what he is and. Uh, what he done for Rangers, uh, he's a very good striker. So in that sense, uh, I think for us, we obviously focus on ourselves, but I rate him a lot as a player, so uh, that's obvious. It's good coming from him. Giovanni van Bronckhurst wanted to talk about his current striker, Antonio Cholak. Uh, I think Antonio's done really well, got a, a positive impact on the team with his performances, with everything he does on the pitch, of course, with his goals, because, you know, we need goals to win games. So I'm very uh, happy with uh, the performances Antonio uh, made for this team. John, that's why the strikers get the big money. Yeah. Cholak. Cholak's on a few quid. Morelos is. And Cholak, could this be his night? Cholak. It could be, yeah, yeah. of course. When, when, when you've got uh, players like Tillman and when you've got players like Kent and Lawrence running off the ball, making angles, putting the type of right delivery where Cholak, that big number nine, can go and attack the ball. You know, um, Barisic, again, great delivery from the left-hand side. If he can get up and down that left-hand side and provide, you know, good... Um, Good service for the for you know the big centre forward. They've got every they've got every you know chance of winning the game tonight. I think um, this is as tough as it comes for Rangers this evening. Yeah. I don't think they'll go through. I think PSV, but again they need to call on the experience of some of the results they got last season and believe you've got to believe you can go there tonight and win. Champions League draw will be at five tomorrow night yeah. as we mentioned earlier and we'll be on live of course between five and seven have you ever moved it for us for the Go Radio Football Show Mark is that I thought you'd agree that Paul. I, was, I, thought I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was you were on the, the phone uh, to Alexander Cheffrin uh, and uh, you sorted <laughs> it out yeah well done well done to you and actually to um, Kenny who was asking earlier about great Scottish managers I heard Graham Souness last week saying on Talk Sport that of all the great managers he'd been told by Hugh McIlvan he was a wonderful sports writer mm. who did they when they got together Paisley, Shankly, Busby, um Steen. Revy and, and Jock Steen, who did they look to as the number one, the governor? And it was the late great Jock Steen. Amazing, right, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So there, Kenny, Scottish manager, John Incredible. Steen from Burnbank Hamilton was the number one. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So Brilliant. let's hope Rangers in the Champions League tomorrow. Mark, thanks so much. John. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Great to see you here tonight. Andy Walker's here tomorrow with Kenny Miller. We will be on at five. Jokal Day's up next after the news. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. 
Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.